Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The following podcast contains adult themes, sexual content, and strong language. Basically, all the good stuff. Hi guys, welcome back to My Dad Wrote a Porno. I've got James Cooper. Hi. Hello. I've got Alice Levine. Hola. Hola, chica. Hola. I don't know anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've had a good day. Have you? Well... All right, sure. I've managed to... Your dad's been trying to palm off a boat to me for the last couple of months. Is he still on about that? Yeah, he's got this old rickety fucking boat. Like, no engine. I think the roof's rotting off. Yeah, that's Little Nelly. Yeah. Little Nelly, that's the one. I don't think it's been seabound for many years, has it? No. He told me you just use it to drink hot chocolate in. And a lot of wine. Yeah. At New Year. Fine. And basically, he doesn't know where to put it anymore. So he's like, James, you can have it for free. I was like, I I don't want to... I think one day I said I like the sea. And he was like, James, you must have a boat. (laughs) So now he's been trying to palm this boat off to me. But I found someone at work today who wants the boat. Did you? Yes, so I've passed it on to them. So now him and Rocky can kind of do a deal. Hang on, hang on. Wait, it's part of my inheritance, little Nelly. Little Nelly's sailing away, Jamie. If you want it, you better... Say goodbye to Nelly, Jamie. I mean, I don't really want Nelly. I just don't want anybody else to So were you going to be like one of those people in the 80s that won a speedboat on a game show and had to have it on their front (laughs) garden? I was like, I don't know where I'm going to put it. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. You live in central London. Exactly. Well... Wherever this is. Oh my god, you fucking snob. <laughs> He's such a snob. <laughs> you live on the cusp of zone two, so do you want to I'm that zone out? one, mate. So what does today's episode hold? Well, I'm glad you asked that, Alice, because today's episode is pots, pans, and spoons. Oh yes. Yes. We don't know if that means they also produce those or if that's some reference to well, maybe the special one somehow. How on earth would it be a reference to the special one? I'm still hoping that we're gonna come back to that. <laughs> You're literally grasping at spoons. <laughs> I really am. <laughs> right. Should we delve in? Let's delve in. Okay. Belinda Blinked for Chapter 6. Pots, Pans and Spoons. It was 4.09 when Belinda's Jag pulled into the Steel's Pots and Pans car park. Back at the office, we're back to the office. No one goes back to the office when it's 4.09. You call it a day, don't you? Yeah. I know you do, James. (laughs) I've seen you. You see with these flogging those boats. (laughs) She grabbed her briefcase, but left her overnight bag full of slinky negligees, kimonos and bloomers in the car. (laughs) (laughs) They are always good to have on hand. I love that two of those are elegant and then one of them's bloomers (laughs) there isn't really a sexy version of a bloomer is there bloomers are like huge granny boxes aren't they like billowing pants that gather at the knee i always think with a frilly kind of finish (laughs) yeah Yeah. Yeah. but they're very voluminous yeah they're kind of billowy aren't they yes yeah air in a bloomer absolutely but also who wears a kimono (laughs) yeah more to the point sorry (laughs) i'm focusing on entirely the wrong thing i kind of have to go with her on that though what i'm picturing is a sort of silk dressing gown but a bit japanesey oh okay. Mm. okay which could be a bit sexy yeah that could actually to be fair 
She'd brought it as a precaution, as there was no telling how long this particular meeting would take. That 409 meeting, very precise. That's the kind of time I turn up for a 330 meeting. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Tony was waiting at the front doors, looking harassed. Oh no, because oh, she's late maybe. This better be good, Blumenthal. I've cut my honeymoon short for this. Oh shit. <gasps> Oh. So she's called it. She's called this emergency meeting. She's called this 409. Do you think this is about FBI? Oh. Do you think this is like her trying to figure out what's going on with Helga? And no, FBI? do you? <laughs> I fucking hope so. <laughs> so she's pulled him off his honeymoon for whatever this is about. Don't say pulled him off, but he has returned. She's pulled him off his honeymoon. I think Giselle's pulling him off his honeymoon every night. Every night? You're so formal. Every day. Every, every, night. every, every, every second it's of the It's night time. We can consummate the marriage now. When the sun goes down, <laughs> then we can kiss. No one has sex in the daylight. Where did they go? Do you remember? Scunthorpe, probably. Oh, do you think they went? Do you think they were UK based? I think they had a staycation. I, th- I imagine Tony's the kind of guy who's like, buy British. So he's like, we can stay at home and we'll go to Skegness. This better be good, Blumenthal. I've cut short my honeymoon for this. Oh, it is, sir, replied Belinda. Thanks to me and my network of associates, we've been given advance warning on what could be a major disaster for this very company we call home. James, you are on it. (laughs) We call home. She literally lives there. She's so Are you going home? Yeah, I'm going home, yeah. Oh, you're not going to the office? Oh, sorry, that's what I call home. Home, home. It's got to be. It's got to be the the spy. This has got to be a meeting about the spy. You think? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's an emergency meeting. They walked down the corridor, past Maeve on reception, who smiled suspiciously at the business-like faces of Belinda and her boss. We've already put that to bed. (laughs) Rocky's really trying to pin it on Maeve, isn't he? Poor Maeve. She's just a country girl. What has Maeve ever done to anyone? Smiled suspiciously. She's just smiling. Good afternoon, sir. Mrs Blumenthal. Oh, can I help with anything? <laughs> is that Maeve's voice? Maeve's old, isn't she? I was oh, young. shut up. Is that the first time she's spoken? What, to be more jovial? Why does Maeve sound like Rocky? <laughs> <laughs> Literally identical to Rocky. Because Irish. Good afternoon, sir. Mrs Blumenthal. Can I help you with anything? <laughs> no, snapped Tony as they turned into the leather room. <gasps> Wait, do you think that Tony suspects Maeve. Tony doesn't know what's going on because he's been on his honeymoon. Yeah. Oh, but also before he didn't really know what was going on, did Tony he? Tony never knows what's never going knows on. Never knows what's going on. Okay, fine. <laughs> he hired Belinda. He knows nothing about what's going okay, on. Yeah, he's a bad decision maker. Also, I love that they've got an important meeting, so they're going to have it in the leather room. I think they're going to have it in the leather room. <laughs> She's going to pull him off in the leather room. Those gin and tonics on that trolley. Hello. As the doors closed behind them, Tony took a pair of black leather gloves off the hook at the back of the room. He's going to catch a falcon. Yeah, is he going to strangle her? (laughs) How odd. Belinda had never noticed them before. He proceeded to put them on and stroke the leather-clad walls mystically. Actually, you wouldn't... Like, black leather on black leather, of course you're not going to spot gloves hanging on a wall if everything's fucking leather. I don't think of it as being black leather, is it? Black leather. I thought it was black leather tiles. I imagined it so. I think of it as grey. A light dove grey. Oh, no, no, not in the leather room, no. Not very easily cleaned. Well, no, that's what I always thought. Because even if you put, like, a glass of water on leather, like, you get a ring. Very porous. Ever so porous. No, I thought it was, like, a deep black... Deep black. (laughs) Black. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Rocky. (laughs) He proceeded to put them on and stroke the leather-clad walls mystically. Hang on, is this a secret door or something? Is he about to open a fucking secret door? Oh, good shout. Leather on leather was a form of key. (gasps) 
And all of a sudden, oh, shut up. the large hide cubes started to shift and move. Fuck off. Oh. What do you mean leather on leather is a key? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> leather on leather is a key. Don't look at me. I didn't write it. What technology detects leather <laughs> on leather and then makes the whole room shift? Just like a magic jigsaw puzzle, the walls began to reveal a long corridor oh of light. Oh my god. Yes, like a magic jigsaw puzzle, like magic, <laughs> like something that doesn't exist. With good, solid chrome doors at the end. Fucking hell. There's a secret room in the secret leather room. Oh my god. And this is just your bog standard like office block. Yeah. Someone would notice. You'd think. No, they're too busy fucking in there. They wouldn't notice a thing. No, but like, do people even know about the leather room? Is the leather room like for executives, sexecutives? <laughs> and they're like, so you've got to hide the leather room and now you've clearly got to hide this like massive corridor with chrome doors at the end. Yeah. You'd spot it, sure. You'd be like, what's that? A warren. Yeah. A sex warren. A swarren. A swarren. <laughs> the hydraulic doors swooshed open. Hydraulic... Okay, just Rocky, we'll go with you so far. <laughs> Hydraulic. And like James says, a long corridor. How do you not look out of the window of your office and go, that's not outside, that's internal. So what's that bit there? Like, how do you not question it? Yeah. Can anyone hear hydraulic doors? It's <laughs> <laughs> not something you can mask very well. The hydraulic doors swooshed open. And at the end of a space age long table... Sat so <laughs> Sir Cliff Richard. <laughs> Sir Lenny Henry. <laughs> Sir Cliff Richard is hidden in a room at the end of the leather room. It's Sabono there. <laughs> the hydraulic doors swooshed open, and at the end of a space age long table sat Sir James Godwin's mighty body. His body and what his head in a jar. <laughs> he is the belt from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. This is exciting. I mean, What's going it's on? batshit, but I'm loving it. No, but I love finding new bits of like the world. Of the office. Yeah, literally of the office. Honestly, I love finding new floors in my office. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> At the end of a space age long table sat Sir James Godwin's mighty body. Just to clarify, space age long table, What's how's that different to a normal long table? Obviously, it's not like a kind of oak country house table. But I imagine maybe it's got lights coming out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Metallic. Yeah, like dry maps ice. on it. Yeah. Oh, dry ice, yeah, That's definitely. Yeah, yeah, Probably yeah. goes like, beep, boop, boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a sort of 50s version of the future, right, yeah. got you. It's just BB-8, basically. Yeah. Shit, said Sir James gruffly. Speak. 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 Oh. <laughs> In character. Speak. It only took Belinda ten minutes to tell all to her bosses. At the end of the brief presentation, Tony had turned cream. Cream. <laughs> cream. 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 Or white, maybe like off-white. Off-white. Maybe. He is like off-white. Worried. Maybe Rocky thinks that when people turn white, it's a bit like you don't turn like emulsion white. It's not do you? believable, is it? No. no. You know. Cream. You do turn cream. You oh, still. God. He's still creamy. He's creamy. He's creamy. He's milky. We're also presuming that Tony's Caucasian. He may have turned cream. That's true. No one's race has ever been verified. No. No. Could be super diverse for all we know. At the end of the brief presentation, Tony had turned cream and Sir James buried his head in his hands and wept. Oh, Oh God. God. What did she tell them? Well, I think we can guess. The cubicle confessions. Cubicle confessions. Don't know why it took 10 minutes. (laughs) Yeah. Helga's in the FBI. (laughs) (laughs) I believe you, Belinda. And your FBI source, Helga. 
It actually all fits some amazing advances in our development team at the factory. Professor Slints. <laughs> Slints. <laughs> Professor. Professor Slints. <laughs> Professor of what, pray tell? I think it's Slints. S-L-I-N-Z. Slints. Oh, okay. Slints. Slints. I kind of like the Slints. Some amazing advances our development team at the factory, especially Professor Slints, have been working on. We call it the Trioxybrillo Range. And to be honest, it's a world beater. Were we not supposed to know about the Trioxybrillo We already know about that. No, we don't. We only know about it because of Bish. Bish knows about it. Yeah. So even Belinda didn't know about the Trioxybrillo Range. Well, you don't know that. But he's telling her now. But we don't know that she doesn't already know. (laughs) (laughs) So we don't know if she knows that she doesn't know that he knows. But James Godwin doesn't know if she knows or if she shouldn't know or doesn't know. Exactly. Whatever that was, yes. (laughs) Should she know? No. No. No one should know. (laughs) Professor Slint. (laughs) Can I see Professor Slint's diploma, please? Just up close. We call it the Trioxybrillo range. And to be honest, it's a world beater. Tony whistled through his teeth. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was like <laughs> a bird song. <laughs> Why is Tony just like, la di da, bam ba dum? Already knew, la la, already knew. <laughs> Tony whistled through his teeth. This could be worth millions to the company. Billions, <gasps> echoed Sir James. Billions. That wasn't. <laughs> also, not an echo. When you say millions and someone else says billions, <laughs> it's an entirely different word. It's a defective echo. Millions. Billions. Is there an echo in here? Millions, billions. billions. <laughs> so they're saying that the trioxybrillo range is worth billions. They're not even saying that steels is worth billions. Just this range on its own is worth billions. Yeah. And also it's the trioxybrillo. So it's just a slight improvement on the oxybrillo, which actually lost the money, I think, if we're right in thinking. Yeah, but you should see what they've done with it. Fucking oh. hell. They've invented spoons or something, so... Um... Oh, yeah, there's a, they've added a spoon. That's the <laughs> a three-handled spoon, so... It's a world beater. Billions, echoed Sir James. It's a revolutionary metal design developed by Slints. That... And our recent uplift in sales will make us number one worldwide. Number one what? And that's the reason someone wants to steal the blueprints. (laughs) (laughs) Belinda! She's tweaked! (laughs) Added Belinda. They want to make the money rather than us. She's a a sharp one. She's good at two. (laughs) She's really put two and two together and 55 minutes later got four. Thank you for bringing us up to speed, Belinda. We hadn't got that 20 chapters ago. (laughs) That was some really good exposition though, wasn't it? (laughs) Just catch the audience up. Catch them right up. She is a basic bitch. Sir James set up his old-fashioned flip chart, which had never failed him. He handed the magic marker pen to Belinda and said... Let's brainstorm. So he's at a space age futuristic table, but he will still go with the flip chart. (laughs) 
old habits. I kind of like that. I'm like yeah. a pen and pad girl myself. So I bet it uses one of those overhead projectors where you put the like see through. Um, I loved those. Obsessed, and it was the biggest honor if you were the person to swap yes. it over in so assembly. Who got to operate it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember the teachers that used to cover up the lyrics that you were going to get to yes. and then bring them down line at a time, and then whip it off? Did you ever have a teacher who drew onto the acetate as it was projecting? Yeah, that was very clever. Very clever, wasn't it? That's advanced because wouldn't you have to do it backwards? Y- yeah. <laughs> What? I think so, yeah. What? <laughs> it was a very unusual technology. It was a series of mirrors, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was very odd. Yeah. <laughs> odd but effective. Oh, I loved that. Let's brainstorm. Sir James, I met Jim Walters from Apollo Security Agencies at the Epsom Pile. Eh? Who's that? You know, that dinner party that the Duchess held? Yes. He was there. Jim oh, Walters. yeah, we were like, why is he there? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Rocky plants seeds and he knows what he's doing with them. Like, we've got to start believing in the guy. Either that or was just really handy that he mentioned him. He was like, <laughs> yeah, Jim Walters, yeah. He's ex-MI6 and still has good contacts, especially in the industrial espionage departments. Is he worth retaining to help us with this problem? Sir James pondered the request for a second or so and said... <laughs> What are you talking about? Also, a second. Mm, yes. <laughs> or so, James, a second or so. Let me think about it, yes. Hmm. <laughs> yes. 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 Let's get some security on Professor Slints. He's the key man in this project. And if they kidnapped him, it would be the same as stealing the blueprints. Or just steal the blueprints. Yeah, forget about Slints. I never want to forget about Slints. <laughs> I love Slints. I'm now hearing Forgot About Slints to the tune of Forgot About Dre, which is excellent, (laughs) by the way. If if anybody can do that for us, that'd be wonderful. I'll ring him now and get this all in motion. Who, Slints or Jim Walters? Jim Walters. You two continue the brainstorm and let's see what you can dig up. I'm still confused about what the brainstorm's for. (laughs) Comes back in, they've thought of names for like a spoon. (laughs) Because surely what they were trying to think of was a way to combat this leak. Which they now have. Which they just have, which is Jim. Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Sir James left the room. Tony looked quizzically at Belinda and said, God, Belinda, I don't know who the real spies are. You or our competitors. (laughs) He laughed and took the marker pen from her. Wait a sec, sorry. If Belinda is the special one... Would she leak this information so that she found out what their plan was to combat the oh. leak? Do you see what I mean? So would she to tell find them... out where the blueprints yeah. were? Yeah. So that they t- tell her because she didn't know about slints. Because now she knows about slints and the trioxybrillo range. No, she's, I'm sorry, she's too thick for that. I don't. I, think I don't know. But is she feigning ignorance when she's like, and that's why they want to make the money? <laughs> no, she's just thick. Okay. <laughs> That would mean that she would have Jim already on her side. She would have groomed Jim. Oh, right. So then Jim will find out all this information and feed it back to her because she's on the inside. Yeah. Quite literally, she's on the inside of this long corridor. <laughs> a, I just don't think she's smart enough for that. I don't think Rocky's smart enough for that. <laughs> okay, now you're using an argument I can go on board with. But if the, if that is what turns out to have happened, that's pretty amazing. She's she's playing the game very carefully, the game of chess. She's getting all the pieces in place. Almost like a jigsaw. Almost like a leather jigsaw controlled by leather gloves. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is a paid advertisement from BetterHelp Online Therapy. Now, we don't always realise just how much our negative thoughts and experiences stick with us and weigh us down. You might find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings, that frustrating thing your mum does, or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get all of this off your chest. And I'm sorry about what I said last week, James. Um, Whether (laughs) it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger. Talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. And that's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it. So your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mydad today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash my dad. So Tony took the marker pen from her. Yeah. Now, who are our most ferocious competitors in the marketplace? Whose nose have we put out of joint the most since you've arrived at our little company? Oh, because they don't even know who's trying to spy at this right. stage. Sorry, little company or the biggest company <laughs> in the world? They're about to become the biggest worldwide. But they're little right now. Amazing. Ha! Belinda replied, that's an easy one. It's the Germans, Bisch Hesterlung from Berlin. They hate us. Tony wrote down the word Bisch on the flip chart. <laughs> but not Hesterlung, because he doesn't know how to spell it. <laughs> I'd have just written down Bisch. Any others? Hmm. Possibly Monroe Corp. What? Do we know them? <laughs> Possibly Monroe Corp from the States. After Bella's Jim Sterling deal. And of course, the Japanese conglomerate, Haido Seiki. Oh, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Duh. All the biggest competitors. Sylvester and Blumenthal, the worst cop duo ever. I want to see that (laughs) spin-off. And of course, the Japanese conglomerate, Haido Seiki. But overall... Sorry, I love a game of I do Seiki. <laughs> Bloody love it. But overall, I would go for Bish. Tony wrote the other two names up and studied them for a good long while. Tony's like, sorry, how do you spell I do Seiki? He then wrote the nationality of the company <laughs> under it. <laughs> this man is brilliant. <laughs> He immediately put a line through Monroe of the USA and wrote under it, FBI slash CIA slash Helga. This is a great brainstorm. (laughs) (laughs) Don't explain your workings, will you, Tony? He then did the same with Haido Seiki. Why? Why? And wrote under it, 
Small sales presence in Europe. Oh, rendering them an unlikely suspect. Indeed. Although you can be one of the smallest fishes in the market and then become the biggest company in the world. So don't look <laughs> yeah. at them yeah. in a snooty fashion. Don't underestimate them. Haido Seiki will overtake you. <laughs> <laughs> this is such a fucking embarrassing effort. I'm surprised T-Fell's not on there. Or typhoid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cruise, eh? Yeah. Surely they're bigger fish. Tony studied the Bish column well, with Germany written under it. Literally the only column left. He added Berlin, then East Berlin. Oh, fuck's sake. Belinda swiped the pen from him and added underneath Amsterdam and Helga. She then ringed the words Berlin and Amsterdam (laughs) and added FBI Europe. She then calmly drew a straight line between them. Bingo! This is so painful. (laughs) Bingo! Got it! I honestly felt like that took about two hours. Bingo, said Tony. This is so stupid. Belinda blinked. Oh, that hasn't happened for a while. Seconds later... So, seconds again. <laughs> seconds later, Sir James returned, beaming and pointed at Belinda. You, Belinda, have a meeting at the Pentra at 9pm tonight with Jim Walter's MI6 contact. Really? You want to meet at the Pentra, which is where everybody from the company meets? <laughs> yeah. And also, Belinda's barred from the Pentra, isn't she? <laughs> He'll make contact with you at the Long Bar, where you and the Glee team drink. Yeah, ideal. Great. So so inconspicuous. Yeah, mouthy Bella at the end of the bar, like, what are you doing, Belinda? <laughs> of all the places in the world that they could yeah, move. they deserve to get hacked. Oh, fuck's sake. Belinda moved to leave the top-secret modern meeting room. <laughs> but remember, there is a mole loose in this organisation. Utter of this to no one. Utter of this? Utter of this to no one. <laughs> Pray tell me this. Utter of this to no one. Not even the kindly ladies or valued spouses of steels, pots and pans. So keep it in the family. Tony's face fell to the mirrored desk. It was mirrored. mirrored. Oh, my. That's why it's space age. Oh, lovely. Mirrored. Oh, you wouldn't want that, though, in a meeting, would you? Like, you could see a double chin on the table. That'd be awful when you're writing your notes. It's like when you look in your phone and the camera's the wrong way around. I do that all the time. I'm like, what is that piece? Oh. (laughs) I'm like, get it! Ah!" (laughs) Oh, devil! (laughs) The three of us are as wide as this gets. (sighs) Now, get going now. (laughs) <laughs> now, get on, now. And Belinda, thanks. Oh. Belinda smiled at Sir James's gratitude and left immediately for London. She's in London, she's isn't in London. she? She's literally in London. That's where the offices are. <laughs> and also, London. she's going further out of London to get to the Pentra. <laughs> <laughs> the Pentra Long Bar was busy. Oh, is, is, that, is that a subdivision of the Pentra? The Long Bar? Yeah, I don't know. No, I think the Long Bar's in the middle of the bar. It's just a Long Bar. Okay. The Pentra Long Bar was busy as Belinda ordered her first gin and tonic of the day from Paddy the bartender. Oh, great. So not only could she bump into people from work, but the bar staff know her so well that any conversation she has with a stranger who's going to be super conspicuous, they'll notice. Brilliant. She relaxed back into her bar stool. She'd fall off it, wouldn't she? (laughs) It's only so far you can relax. She relaxed back into her bar stool 
and looked around for men lounging against doorways in long trench coats, quietly tapping their ears as they communicated with their handlers. So that's what she thinks he's going to look like. Is that what he looked like? He had a trench coat on a tr- and a trilby and what, he had <laughs> an earpiece ear yeah. That's what she thinks spies look like, clearly. If he does look like that, I'll be livid. But she couldn't identify any. Half an hour passed, but nothing happened. Shit, that's bad. If you're supposed to meet an agent and they don't turn up. Yeah. She ordered another gin and tonic. Paddy thought she'd been stood up and wished he was off duty. Oh, God, I feel like something's going to happen with Paddy at some point. Oh, yeah. Paddy, welcome to the family. (laughs) I'm so sorry for what's about to happen, Paddy. (laughs) Paddy, quit while you still can. Drinking on the job, Miss Blumenthal. Would Sir James approve? Belinda looked to her left. One of a group of sales... (laughs) Shook it to the right. (laughs) (laughs) Slam it to the front. (laughs) Belinda looked to her left. One of a group of salesmen had detached himself from the edge of his party and was talking to her. She noticed that someone was talking to her. (laughs) Why is he talking for ages? Uh, I've just noticed someone's been talking to me for quite a while. (laughs) For half an hour. (laughs) In fact, he was on time. I just forgot to open my eyes. Leave me alone, chump. I've got a man to meet. Belinda barked. Great bounce. The very shame. Do you mind if I join you? Oh, oh my God. God. So you're giving him a Sean Connery voice. <laughs> you're better than that. You're so much better than that. Like father, like son, honestly. How excited he got about that. <laughs> I was toying with it today. I was like, should I do it? I won't do it. Oh, fuck it, I'll do it. You should be ashamed of yourself. Sorry. No, go on. Belinda took a minute and looked him up and down. Decent, well-polished shoes, goodish physique, a full head of dark hair, and to die for smile. This is like a crap version of what Sherlock does, isn't it? Because he's usually like, oh, like graphite under the nails, must be an artist, and kind of does all that business. She's like, I like his jumper, sweaty brow. It's like, great, thanks. The name's Spooner. James Spooner. Oh, for God's sake, James Spooner. So that's the Spoons? <laughs> yeah, I think so, yeah. And he's going to say, they call me Spoons as my nickname or something, is he? Agent Spoons, yeah. Oh, fuck's sake. You're adding to this. Spoons with a Z. MC Spoons. <laughs> and DJ Blumenthal. <laughs> oh, fuck the Norse gods all at once! <laughs> Belinda shrieked. Not a saying. You're the man I've been waiting for! Yes, why is she so slow? No, she's been waiting for Jim Walters. No. Oh, Jim Walters put her in contact with this guy, with James Spooner. The MI6 guy. Right. They spent the next two hours getting to know each other. And then it was suddenly time to call it a night. Didn't talk business once. So what do you do? (laughs) (laughs) Got any holidays planned this year? (laughs) Spooner walked Belinda to her sweet door and kissed her deeply on the crown of her head. What? Wow, they've really bonded. He's Where like, is the crown? Is that like there? The top I of think that's like right on the top. Where a hat would go. Yeah. And is her door really sweet? I thought it was like a double locked sort of industrial... She must be staying at the Pantra. Yeah. Spooner walked Belinda to her sweet door and kissed her deeply on the crown of her head. He wasn't saying, that is a sweet door. <laughs> no, but I thought he was saying it was, like, cute. It was like, look at the sweet little door to her house. It's a little hobbit door. Oh, God. He said, good night. <laughs> Where's he from? <laughs> good night. <laughs> he said, good night. Good, good night. But Scott, you would say, 
Good night. Belinda felt her vagina moisten. It was never wrong. She wanted this spy to investigate her insides. Oh, my God. (laughs) Put together a dossier on this. A thorough exploration was required, leaving no crease unturned. Crease. crease. No roll left unraveled. (laughs) She stroked the contours of his partially shaven cheek and with her other hand felt for his cock. It was aroused. Oh, good. Perfect, she thought. (laughs) How sweet. (laughs) That's just right. (laughs) She calmly unzipped him as he held her against her room door. That sweet, sweet door. He held her against it? Mm. Not like off the ground, though. No, no, I just think like up up against it. (laughs) Spooner took a step backwards to the opposite side of the corridor. He's getting a run-up. So they're still in the corridor. They haven't got into a room yet. That doesn't surprise me. (laughs) He twisted his left cufflink 90 degrees. Oh, God, and did another door open. And aimed it right at her. (gasps) A razor-thin red laser beam pierced her forehead. Shut up. It pierced her forehead. She's got a hole in her forehead. Oh, no. (gasps) What's happening? Wept Belinda's brain. with tears <laughs> soggy old brain oh no what's happening wept belinda's brain what if this was not who it seemed it look very much looks that way spooner slowly moved the cufflink downwards and with it the laser beam traveled past belinda's eyelashes over her upturned nose down her puffy lips so she got a little piggy nose <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he's not going to arouse her with the laser, is he? And past her chin. I think he is. I think it's going to turn into a dildo or something. Do you know how lasers work? (laughs) Turn into a dildo? Sorry, what? Terrified, she began to smell smoke and she looked downward, dreading the worst. Sure enough. What? What's on fire? The laser was burning her cocktail dress right down the middle. Oh, for God's sake! Hang on, how did it start getting hot when it got to her clothes and not, like, burn a massive line down Well, maybe she does have a burn line down, <laughs> right down the middle of her face. Maybe she's a droid and she's literally been sliced in two but is still alive. So he's traced it, I'm guessing, from hairline all the way down her face, all the way down her nose, all the way over her mouth, like you yeah. like said. But then it's hit the cocktail dress like, at the boob level up. and it's just it's just cutting through that fabric. Look, MI6 have some gadgets that They've clearly know... they some lovely cufflinks, haven't well, they? <laughs> They know when it's fabric and when it's flesh. Of course, yeah, and of course. It's a bit like the, the, the leather-detecting gloves. Like, they've got amazing technology. I mean, I'm not sure why anybody's worried about the Oxybrilla range. Market those fucking gloves. Market these fucking <laughs> yeah, cufflinks. You're sitting on a gold mine of technology. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> laser cufflinks. Sell that mirror table, if nothing else. <laughs> Job done. <laughs> got thousands of pounds worth of gadgets. Fucking hell. Sure enough. The laser was burning her cocktail dress right down the middle. Past her breasts, over her belly button, all the way to her knees. 
It had even burned through her brassiere and favourite glitter thong. Oh, that's such a shame, isn't it? Glitter thong? It's too much. That's going to get up in all the wrong places. Oh, I don't think it's dipped in <laughs> no, glitter. No, yeah, I don't oh. think there's loose bits of glitter. Oh, I thought it was like, yeah, Pritt stick and then <laughs> sprinkle <laughs> glitter on it. Homemade glitter thong. PVA, dipping glitter, let dry in the sun. Suddenly, her dress, her undergarments... And her womanly secrets fell to the ground. What fell to the ground? Her womanly secrets? Womanly secrets. Is that a euphemism for her bits? I think just... <laughs> oh, her... Not that she has any secrets left to show anyone, but... But like... Her the... naked form. I'm, I see what you mean. But her naked form didn't fall to the floor, did it? <laughs> no, 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 sorry. Her, her inhibitions fell with the dress. Right. I think. God, that laser's strong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we thought nothing could get to those. <laughs> Her womanly secrets fell to the ground either side of her naked body. He's pretty smooth, this spooner, isn't he? Either side. So it's fallen in two halves. Yeah. So it's weird because it's not cut through her body, has it? <laughs> no. But it's cut no. it down the middle. No, no. Remember, it detects fabric, not flesh. Yeah. yeah. So, it's, so, it, so everything's in one piece. It's not in two pieces. It's not fallen either side. Oh, yeah. Her. She hasn't turned around. He hasn't turned around. No, but maybe it kind of just like fell a bit to the side and then it just fell <laughs> right. the back. I yeah. don't know. Okay, cool. Her eyes moved upwards and gazed into her opposite number. Can you do those at the same time? Can you do laser eye surgery like, on those? Yeah. yeah. yeah Just yeah, them. Great. Spooner winked with a devilish charm. Oh, Spooner, you cad, you. Belinda blinked. What? That's the end of the Oh, time. fuck. Oh. oh, I love this bit. <laughs> It's actually getting a bit good, isn't it? That was fu- yeah. Finally, what are we chapter six? Because we still don't know if he's a goodie or a baddie. Because no. often they shag, don't they? But it doesn't mean it's a goodie. No, no, no. no. He could be a double agent. I liked the way he like for a second you didn't know what side he was on if he was going to kill her, and then he just cut a dress off with the uh, flesh. Sorry, flesh fabric, eating. N- the non-flesh eating <laughs> fabric cutting laser. Yes. Mm. Whatever it's called. I love that recap, James. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> so we're really starting to get somewhere with a special one. It feels like we're finally on the path to finding out who it's going to be. Well, it's actually become part of the story again because I thought we'd forgotten all the espionage and forgotten mm. all of the kind of double crossing. Mm. Yeah. So Tony, so James and Belinda... They know what's going on. Yes. But Belinda could still be the special one. Mm. And, and they know there's a mole in the... Like, they basically know everything we know now. Yeah. All, everyone's up to speed. Yeah. Finally. Finally. Oh, my God. And now the investigation commences. All they need is a biro and a bit of flip chart. <laughs> and just draw some lines and they'll figure it out. Just write Bella, Giselle, and just write a line between... Bingo! And Maeve. And Maeve. Sorry. Guys, please. It, it was a magic marker, so... Oh, yeah. <laughs> A thousand apologies. It really has to be a magic marker. <laughs> it only works that way. That was exciting. It was, wasn't it? What's the next chapter called? The next chapter is called Copier Blues. Copier Blues. Copier Blues. Like photocopier. I have no idea what it means. Oh. I got those copier blues. Copier blues are calling. The toners run out. They're probably just copying their ass on the photocopier. I'd read a chapter of that. Copier blues. I mean, blueprints, blues. Ooh. Copier the blueprints. Copier the blues, am I right? That's quite a good guess, actually. Yes, if that tempts you back next week, we shall return for chapter seven. If you want to get in touch in the meantime, mm. you can do that on Instagram, my dad wrote her. You can do it on Twitter, 
Dad wrote a porno. We have a flip chart and magic markers. <laughs> no. uh, you can email us at mydadwroteporno at gmail.com and keep up to date, as always, by signing up to our mailing list over on mydadwroteporno.com. Thanks, as always, to Acast for hosting this podcast. Yep, and we'll see you next week, but we better go because we've got to go and uh, babysit Professor Slints now. <laughs> <laughs> he might get kidnapped. <laughs> hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.